Welcome to episode seven of Just Sort of Casual. I hope the sound's working. Uh, I am Tibian Salts, as you can see by my wonderful fancy overlay that I've made. It took me far too long. Um, so yeah, tonight we don't have Beth, unfortunately, because she is doing a hellacious set of shifts this week, as is expected. So she will hopefully be back in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, so let's get to it. Um, this week is going to be our super exciting special Endwalker pre-release celebration night, because it's out tomorrow, except it's not. Um, so instead we're going to wing it. Um, I didn't want to cancel because I've got all these wonderful guests with us tonight. We have, uh, Foxin from Foxin Plays. Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Glad to be here. You good? Yeah. Nervous? A little bit, yeah. yeah good, yeah. good. That's what I'd like to see. We've got uh, Gareth from Dad TV Gaming. How are you? Uh, doing all right, thanks. How are yourself? Me, I'm living the dream. Living the dream. Uh, and we have the uh, legendary Chili here from Google Go Around <laughs> Radio and everywhere else. And he's Poop Hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm Poop Hat. Yeah. Yeah. So. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, so I have been stressing incredibly over this episode about what the hell I'm going to do after I've organised all these wonderful guests. But damn it, I will stick to every two weeks. Um, so here we are. I will add one thing. Go on. It, it proves that it takes at least three of us to replace one Beth. <laughs> this is accurate. Yeah. That's fair. This is accurate. Yeah. Um, well, you guys get to take on the role of Beth tonight uh, and keep me in check. Um, I don't think you'll be able to keep me in check in the same way Chloe does, but um, that's to be expected. <laughs> so tonight, we are just going to kind of have a little chill-out session, a little chat. I'm going to talk about um, let the community get to know you a bit um, and talk about my experiences in game. So I will start with um, what I usually ask Beth at this point in the show is what she's been up to this week on Final Fantasy XIV. So I will go around the room and ask that. So we'll start with uh, Chile. What have you been up to in Final Fantasy XIV? Uh, due to personal reasons, I haven't been on that much. <gasps> what? Um, well, yeah. I haven't been able to see the TV since like Monday. So oh, yes, that small issue. My glasses are a bit damaged right now. I've got them on right now just so that you don't have to see me without them and so I can read the text a little bit. Um, but gaming has been a problem with that. Um, but no, I've been doing a bit of the Mogtoma event still, making Gil and Eureka, because I spent a little bit of money last week in a, a <laughs> RP section area. Do, do, go, on. Video game. do go on. Do go on. Well, yeah, I found a uh, nightclub that had opened up on Gilgamesh, so I decided to go there, and they're like, oh, we have one limited room where it's for like, VIPs only. I'm like, how much? You're like, 400k i'm like here you go they're like it's with friends i'm like i don't have friends i'll just go up there anyway <laughs> so i sat up there on my own watching everyone dance but and then i gave them another load of money like 600k did you rp on your own <laughs> yes i did yeah okay, that's one, of the, the, one of the hosts came up and sat with me because they decided that that was probably the best yeah, i was sat there with an aura girl Nice, nice. Best million I've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> I've still never been to one of these in-game nightclubs, you know. Um, I need to sort that out. They're always on at ungodly hours. They're I mean, not that bad. Yeah, but come on, it's already close to my bedtime. Um, so, you know. Uh, what about you, Foxin? What have you been doing? I, I, I think you've been busy. Uh, yeah, I've been really busy this week. Uh, God, um... Did four point, uh, five point four, and five point five and five five in the last few days, just to catch up, uh, for this podcast so we could talk about it. So, uh, yeah, I've just been getting through the story this week. Uh, I'm still processing it to be honest. I was crying at five a.m. this morning. It's quite quite <laughs> heavy. Cutscenes. Yeah, it is. It is heavy. But uh, no, it's been really good. It's been really good. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about it later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, that, we we can do that. We can do that. And what about you, Gareth? Uh, how's it? I assume you prefer Gareth. Everyone calls you dad. Yeah, that's fine. But that's weird to me calling you dad. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, Gareth's fine. Um, what have I been up to? There's been a lot. Um, sorting out. I spent quite a bit of time actually sorting out different outfits in game, specifically for nightclubs. <laughs> um, and then I guess dabbling in a bit more raiding. Yes. Really? And that's pretty much it? Yeah. I miss raiding. <laughs> I've only just started. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's... My group broke up about two months ago and I haven't got... I've only just got a new group, so... You planning on raiding in Endwalker, I take it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I have been... What have I been doing? Well... Uh, Gareth and Foxy will know because I've only been on game when I've been streaming uh, in someone else's stream. So uh, going back a couple of weeks, we got the I uh, got my first Savage Clear E9S. Uh, that was uh, an experience to say the least. Um, very clippable stream, wasn't that Gareth? It was. <laughs> some, some good screams. Yeah, some good screams. I should like make that some I'm... kind of like mobile phone alert or something. I'm strange, but I think Savage Nine is easier than normal nine. Well, thanks. Don't 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 ruin this for me, Chili. Don't ruin this. No, no, I'm just saying it because Savage Nine is. I'm not saying it's easy. It's hard still, but I find Savage Nine easier than normal just because tiles in normal still happen, and you've got no organization in normal mode versus Savage where you've planned where you stood. Mm-hmm. So I've seen people die so many times in normal mode because everyone's just running around with tiles and not actually standing in like positions. I, I, would, actually, I would actually agree that having gone back to normal, it's, now that I know Savage, it's easier. Because yeah. um, you actually learn the pattern, whereas in normal, everything's kind of just, it just happens at random intervals. Yeah. yeah, I went back and cleared. I'm not saying that earlier. All right, I must have I must have rezzed people like ten times in that <laughs> fight. So it was so chaotic. See, I yeah, that's go on, fight out. No, it's okay. Uh, I was just saying that I, so I last got a bit. Of, I've only had burnout once with this game, and that was at the end of five point one. And that's because I've done Shadowbringers, and I was the it was the first time I'd been at proper end game. So I did Eden loads of times, the the first tier. And then I didn't come back till like 5.3. So I just got through the rest of them. I've only done them once. <laughs> so I don't know them. I don't, I, th- I know the Savage fight probably better than I do the normal fight at this point. So that's, that, again, that's probably back to what you were saying, Chili. Um, we did go into uh, E12S and that, that was a, that was a thing that happened. <laughs> um, Oh, I don't know how, where to start with that one. <laughs> just it's just chaos, utter chaos. What was it you you said at one point? You're you were asking Tez um, about the safe zone. Tez said it, it was random, and you said, "Oh, that's great." Yeah, that's yeah. What I wanted to hear. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm I'm just so I'm not very confident in game. I'm getting better, but I'm not. So I like to you know I'll ask the questions and I'll say you know what, so what actually happens in this phase? Are they just north and south? And then I got the explanation that they were completely random. They were just opposite. That's all you need to know. Um, I went, oh, yeah, thanks. Wonderful. That's just, just what I wanted to hear. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Wait so- till you get to numbers. <laughs> what, E12? Yeah. There's numbers? Yeah. There's yeah. numbers. Oh, From what I've seen, yes. Oh, God. We- uh, statue phase? I, can't, I haven't been in for a while, so I don't remember all the mechanics exactly, but... Um, there's two statues and they split you up into two groups and then you've got a face away from the group but then there's also another AoE that happens during the last part of that so if you're the last number you have to do your number and the AoE at the same time and also you've got to make sure you're on the right side of the room it's kind of similar to similarish to uh, Diamond EX with the numbers on that yeah Oh, I see. Yeah. Which is also kind of like Omega because Omega had numbers as well. Ah, I want to go back and do Omega because I did them all unsynced, basically solo or with a group of two. Um, and I'd like to do them properly. Yeah. Um, Omega Savage was... the last two. Oh, they're good fights. You should do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Oh, we did it. We, we've cleared a, an Omega Savage uh, unsynced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we, we still did it. Um... Uh, but yeah, that was it's, it's been fun. Like this whole like foray into raiding, 
uh, I've kind of got the, a thirst for it now. Even though I won't be playing Tank next X-Pack, which is kind of sad because I'd got, got used to Gunbreaker, but I'm excited to get to try out Reaper at least. So, um, what I'm just going to do is I'm just going to ask a few questions just to get it off start. I'm still like, I will like try and keep it conversational because that's kind of the whole thing with this podcast. Um, but I want to know about you guys. So I'm going to start with the uh, the new kid on the block, as it were, uh, Foxy. Now, don't worry, because I'm still a new kid on the block, too. You're just about two months ahead of me, that's all. Because um, I, I found it funny when, when you started streaming again, you were asking all the questions I was privately asking Chili uh, to get me started. So it, it, it's that's, that's why I was kind of so eager to help. Uh yeah, Susan's noticing my uh, my attempt at punnery uh, in chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Foxin, how did you get into Final Fantasy fourteen? Like, are you an MMO player historically, or do you like are you a Final Fantasy fan uh, long term, or just just a general kind of gamer? <clears throat> well. Um... Truth be told, other than the the seven remake, I've never played another Final Fantasy game. All right. Uh, I've all, I've been an MMO gamer for a long time. Um, I I tried Final Fantasy back in Stormblood on on console. I I got up to like the end of ARR, but I just uh, I think I burnt out. I was on my own, so I, I get I didn't bother. Um, recently, I've come back with the WoW refugees. So mm-hmm. uh, WoW is not in a good place right now. No, uh, no, it is not. Just wanted to give Final Fantasy another go, and now that I've tried it on mouse and keyboard, I get along with it a lot better. And well, the rest is history, there, isn't it? Yeah. So. It's safe to say it's got its hooks in then. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Join our bus. Yeah. <laughs> Join us <laughs> for the greater good. Um. Well, see, you had a similar experience to me because I've. It's weird. I've got all the kind of collector's editions because I've tried this game so many times so I got I got 1.0 um, um, I got the collector's edition for 1.0 to kind of start off and obviously universally everyone probably knows by now how bad 1.0 was um, yeah, yeah. but I had the added disadvantage of I didn't know how to MMO I didn't know what tank meant I didn't know what DPS meant so I just had no idea I was just trying to go and hit things and, and, and get through the, the game and it didn't work well so I kind of abandoned ship, but because I pre-ordered it on the PS3 as well, I basically got it for free on the PS3 when the 2.0 beta came out. So I played on that one, and then I got like super anxious and played with other players and was so scared of dying every time that I, I ran away from the game. And I never played it again until like Stormblood came out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, honestly, I was I am a, a bag of neuroses and 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 worry when it comes to playing any form of multiplayer game. But I like to think I hide it quite well. I think so. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Um. So why did you want to start streaming, um, Fox? Uh just I've, it's something I've always wanted to try, um, because I've always kind of uh, enjoyed playing games with people. Mm-hmm. Um. But I would never have done it if it weren't for the push from the FC, to be honest. So I think uh, it was always something I kind of wanted to give a go. But knowing how saturated it is in general, like I never thought anybody would ever be interested in watching me. Um, But then I got into the FC and I was pushed by uh, Gareth, the one and only, to to do it. What do you uh, mean? (laughs) (laughs) And I've had so much support. And it's brought me like closer to the FC as well. So I think... Um, and and everybody else who's not in the FC, so it's like it's become a really social thing for me now. It's not about like followers or, or viewers or anything like that. It's just about hanging out with people that also kind of love the things I love. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's... yeah. This is it's it's changed how I like. I've recently moved over to Moogle to to hang around with the uh, Ages of Chaos, uh, our FC, um, and. It's completely changed how I play the game. Like I've, mm. I played with my friend Quail. Um, and she got me through the game when I when I first came back. Like I was the aforementioned wreck, but you know she got me through dungeons and all the kind of raid content that I needed to do. Um, 
So I kind of felt really bad, like, moving, but she couldn't follow me because she's got a, an FC house and a personal house, and obviously that's not something you readily sacrifice in this game. No, not right now. Um, <laughs> nope. So, but I came up with you guys, and it's honestly, it's changed, like, how I play it. Like, I've never... These community nights and voice chat while you play, it's like... It's amazing, isn't it? It's changed it's everything. Like... I like because um, I've always played MMOs, but I've always played on my own or with one other person, and uh, like people always tell you it's such a kind of social game, mm-hmm. but you never really realise how much of a difference it makes until you kind of get a group that you click with and and that you start doing stuff with, and and then it just completely changes everything. Mm-hmm. I, I'd easily say this is my favourite game now, not just because of the game, but because of the people I play with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without getting too soppy, you know. Nice, no, it's... Save that for I later. Will say, <laughs> I will add, though, that this game is good for people that do want to play solo. Mm. Even if you are... If you even want to step in because you play fantasy games and you're not a big fan of communities, you know, you, you're a solo player, you want to play it because you played all the other ones. With the trust system, with the squadron system, with all the different ways to play on your own, there are ways to enjoy this game rather than just being with everyone else. Although it, it, I think it's better playing with other players, mm-hmm. it's good that there's it fits other people's play styles as well. Oh, oh completely. I um, when I when I was going through two point and three point back in the day, I was in an FC, but they were all of the US. So you can um, at the time I was actually in Turkey, so you can imagine the time difference was significant. So yeah, I went through the entirety of it on my own. So no, it definitely works solo. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, trusts especially were a massive game changer for me. Um, the way they, they kind of, they. I mean, the level of immersion they added for for, for me certainly because you feel like you're adventuring with with your the silence where you're interacting with in cutscenes and stuff. Um, but then like, going back, and. I've I've, I've uh, done some dungeons with Fox in as you were progressing through the story, um, and then seeing like characters in your FC, like in the cutscenes, like in the dungeon ones, that's also like really cool for for people who are, like, especially if you're invested in the story, it feels like you're kind of adventuring with your friends. It's it just it works so well. Um, oh, the uh, this, the immersion is a huge thing yeah. for me. I cannot believe how well they do it. Yeah. It just would not be the same if you were just another kind of nameless adventurer on the side. Yeah. I think it 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 adds so much to it that you, you know, you bond with these characters and and you grow with them and you go through so much with them. It's like I I mean everyone knows what I mean. You I yeah. don't really need to say it, but mm. it's just like incredible the storytelling, especially just finishing Shadowbringers. My mind is still in shambles at the story. To be honest. <laughs> You're just a hollow wreck at this point. I am, yeah. <laughs> um, go on, go on. I'm strange compared to a lot of people. You brought up the trust system as what you like, but I actually prefer the squadron system over the trust. All right, why is that? Yeah, the signs are cool and all, and it's nice that you get to have law with them, but. I like the having the squadron because you can hire like your own squad. Yeah, yeah. Like you will get random NPCs, you can pick who and choose who you want to have in your team. You level them up with you just like you do the trusts. I, I don't know, I just prefer that more than just having the silence. But I suppose it, it works though. I suppose I get it. Like is yeah. is it in the sense that like you're almost you, it, it, it's it's you're still getting a different level of immersion from it because yeah. you're playing like your warrior of light um, and like in your head you're like you say you're hiring a team so like yeah. you know th- these are your men that you've your, your men and women that you've kind of you've yeah. you've hired and you're taking through so that that does that is another, I've never thought of it like that to be honest um, but the squadrons have been valuable for uh, the journey to 80 that I did <laughs> The squadrons would definitely be my favourite if we were able to recruit Sadhu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, she would. I don't, it would I don't, be cool if they added just like random NPCs from the game that you could have, like hmm. a low chance of having appear. Oh, see that 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 whole thing reminded me of. I don't know if any of you guys ever played any of the um, Metal Gear games on the PSP. Did any of you played yeah. any of them? Um, uh, acid. Portable Ops? No, Portable Ops and uh, Peace Walker. 
didn't play Peace Walker. Uh, you can unlock like you can unlock the player characters uh, for missions, and it's just it's just that it's just kind of a cool little little bonus, I guess. Get to do missions as like you know Ocelot and things like that. Um, but that's that's I'm wondering if that, like in the future, like they've said they're, they're planning for like ten more years of content, aren't they? Um, they're gonna have to find a way to make. Um, ARR onwards playable like quick quickly I guess without removing the story I mean I know like it's going to be a clean cut essentially after Endwalker isn't it so they could just say you could start from there maybe what what do you guys think they might do um, you can go Gareth first I've been trying to figure out what they're going to do because well first off we have no idea where this, where it's even going to go like, I've been trying to figure out is, is there any clue of where it's even going to go in 6.1 um so if you imagine having to go through like I I love ARR I think ARR is great personally. agreed but going through ARR Heavensward Stormblood Shadowbringers and then Endwalker just to start the just to start the story that everyone else is up is up to is not going to be a good thing for most people yeah so I suspect there's going to be well obviously there's going to be story skips but I suspect there'll be something where you can just buy the game and start from there because I think they're going to have to yeah, and they can't expect people to pay for the story skips. Um, I'm no. wondering if maybe they'll, they'll bundle it in, like you get a free story skip that you may, you can use if you want to. It's quite possible. Mm. Um, what would you think, Chile? Like, what what do you see him doing something similar to that? For, or? for me, I don't think it's going to be a well. Okay, it's going to be a story skip, but not in the way I think you both are talking about. Okay. Um, for me, I feel like when you make a new character you'll get an option to start with the new storyline that has started in 6.1 mm-hmm. um, or, or, or start with Around Reborn. You can pick one or the other. So technically you can skip Around Reborn if you want to and start with the new story. But then there'll be an NPC in the starter zones. Say if you say you pick the new one, you know, the Endwalker MSQ, the year 6.1 or whatever it's, whatever it's called. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, let's just say you pick that one as your new character starting there. Then in your starting zones, Oldar, um, Limsa, and for some reason all the Fantasy Eleven names are in my head, even though they're not Gridania. <laughs> um, all those have an NPC where you can then start the 2.0 storyline. All right. So kind, you, kind of like an NPC based for New Game Plus. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Uh, I I have no idea. I'm I'm absolutely crap at theory crafting um that's why i got you guys to do it for me <laughs> cheers so no, it's, it's i hate fun. doing theory crafting because whenever i get something right they say it's a leak <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there's there's a running uh, internet joke for anyone who doesn't know that chili in fact works for square enix um oh, he has a, a a habit of uh, get guessing guessing things that that happen so you know where the smoke there's fire that's all i'm I saying hate, i hate getting leaks I hate doing theories, right? <laughs> I have the opposite problem. Everything I thought was going to happen, I was so confident that certain things in Shadowbringers were going to happen, and I was so wrong. It was quite embarrassing, to be honest. It was quite fun, though. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Definitely it was. fun. It always kept me on my toes, that's for sure. Um, Can't put the theory that Aram- Emmerich continues to be hot. <laughs> I think that's that's a safe a safe bet. We could get horribly maimed. I mean, I'm not, I don't judge horribly maimed individuals, but you know, could have an accident with it. Would that stop him from being hot? I no, do. I su- no, I suppose not. I suppose not. I mean, Rob Barnes is <laughs> hot with his one arm. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I agree. Uh, oh, I hear noises. I think it's fine. Um, well, we're talking, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, actually, settle down, settle down. Um, <laughs> So back onto the. Um, by the way, these tangents are planned, um, but I'm going to go back to Gareth again, and I want to ask you. Um, I've heard you used to be a retro game streamer, correct? Called Bit Dad, is that right? Sixteen Bit Dad, yes. Sixteen Bit Dad, yes. So, what's the deal? Uh, why, why is the change? Because um, you certainly um, limited your gaming options. I certainly did. Um, so yeah, I used to be a variety streamer. Um, I was playing pretty much any retro game that I wanted. We played mostly JRPGs and uh, 
a good chunk of the Final Fantasy franchise, mm-hmm. surprisingly enough. Um, for anyone who knows me, I may be a fan of this franchise. Um, but to be completely honest, after about two years of doing that, I realized that when I was pressing go live, I was thinking, do I have to go live? No, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was draining me. So, and I just, I was almost ready to be done with it. And then one day I thought, you know what? Let's just see. Let's see how I feel going back to FF14 because I'd taken, I'd, I'd been, I'd had a break from the game for about four years by then. Um, and I thought, let's just try it. Let's see. And I went live with FF14, and the very next day I went live again, mm-hmm. and again, and again, and again. <laughs> and then I think I did a one year of being live seven days a week. Oh wow, that's that's quite the streak. <laughs> Without missing one. Wow. So it's safe to say this this game got its hooks in you then, yeah, yeah, back in me. So what's your uh, what 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 is retro to you? Because it's gonna get warped. Because as I get older, and I talk to people who are younger than me, I in my head they're the same age. Like my colleagues at work, <laughs> like this uh, new new lad started, and he's twenty one, and I'm thirty five. But in my head, he's my age because he's doing the same job I'm doing. So, but retro to him is like PS3. <laughs> so, so what, I'm not that bad, Tim. Come on. A <laughs> couple of stories I can tell you there. First off, I just from, for ease when I was doing it, I, was, I said basically anything that was 10 years or older, I would count. Okay. Because then it was a moving target and it always unlock other things. That was mm-hmm. how I did it. Um, that then at one, I think that hit me when I then realised that FF9 was twenty years old. Yeah, that yeah. hit me a bit. And then what really scared me was when I realised that that ten year mark included Red Dead Redemption. Oh yeah, it's like that <laughs> meme that came out a few few months ago about what you expect Final Fantasy to be twenty one years ago versus yeah. what it actually is. Is that's the. Uh, Oh, Freeze is calling us all boomers. Uh, I guess well, you're you're, you're accepted from that, uh, Fox. <laughs> well, then yeah, I can I, I can I... really into that because there's a there's someone I used to work with. Um, he was my, he was my second in command, I guess. So he's he's quite high up in the agency that I work at, and he refused to watch Lord of the Rings because they were two old movies. Wow. He oh. was nineteen, and he he was born after Friends ended. <laughs> it's just yeah. What a sad life. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no. What, what is this? It's not possible. Why are you? Why aren't you like in kindergarten? Yeah. Why are you a baby? Yeah. Okay. Um. So next, uh, uh, I want to say how I. So when it comes to streaming myself, I gave this a go because I was kind of in a bit of a rut in just gaming in general. And uh, I was I, I play a game because that's what I do to escape. I need to escape from this kind of daily grind that is work and stuff. Um, but I just wanted to kind of add a bit more, um, like, I guess, like, you know, nostalgia is, the, is a hell of a drug. Well, I'm a junkie for nostalgia. And one of the things that I missed, like from my childhood, was when you kind of um, you go around to your mates on a weekend and you'll sit and play games and you'll talk about the game and that's just your life that weekend. Um, and I thought that's that's the reason I got into streaming was just kind of talk to people while I was gaming. And then it kind of um, I got onto the idea of podcasting. Now I listen to a lot of podcasts um, and. I always thought I could do a podcast and then you never do because that's what you do in life. You think you can do something and then you just think you can do something and nothing ever changes. Um, so I managed to kind of rope Beth into doing a Final Fantasy podcast because I wasn't brave enough to do it on my own. And this, like, I'd say I enjoy podcasting now more than I do streaming. Um, I mean, I, I, why not both, you know? That, that's that's the, my attitude at the moment. But um, podcasting has just, like, completely changed, like, my life in terms of what I can do. So what my that's going to lead on to is Chile. 
these serial podcasts like why did you get into podcasting like why um what aspect of it drew you to it yeah you do podcasting uh, yeah and I, I've, I've heard you right. like so you, you do like to do a couple of podcasts now and again yeah, i do a few a couple here and there i think i'm over like 700 episodes in total it's just a couple <laughs> no, stop seeing that's obscene ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no i for anyone that doesn't know i work for a website called playstation universe um we do reviews and anyway back in the day there was a podcast on that site that was being run by some other people um it was a completely different brand at the time well the website was the same brand but the podcast was a different brand anyway i thought well i like to talk i'd like video games maybe i could be on the podcast anyway been on there for a few months the host had to leave for reasons so we gave it six months so we decided that we should really bring back the podcast so I ended up becoming one of the main hosts for that podcast. Um, and then I got into Final Fantasy and realized, well, I've been doing podcasts for like four, three or four years now. What if I try my own Final Fantasy podcast? Well, should I say I was a guest, I was a guest host on another podcast uh, for Final Fantasy. And then I ended up making a spin-off podcast, which we now call Google Go Round, which was actually a spin-off of the other podcast. But the, basically what happened they had four hosts uh, one of the hosts kept this, ha- having to go away because of illness so I ended up being a guest for that host and then he left so I replaced him and then they wasn't sure who to have as the replacement host me or, or Paul so they decided to have a separate podcast with Paul and me and I was going to split off originally but nobody else joined the other podcast. I ended up being on two podcasts. <laughs> and that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah. And then it. I left the other podcast and pers- persuaded pushing Google around. And and now here you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Google Around was my first podcaster's experience, and that's where I really kind of thought, you know what? I'm going to do this. Do you notice that I censored myself there? That's a dad trick, yeah. is that censoring yourself? Um, I haven't learned that yet. You haven't learned it? Oh, I have. Because not only um, do I mind repeat everything, but my uh, wife would, would uh, have have things to say that would probably also need censoring. Um, so this is good. This is good. Do you think we're doing well so far? You know, I've got a nice kind of flow going. Doing the professional thing and discussing how the podcast is going. I'm quite pleased with this so far. Um, I'm sorry I'm not interacting everyone in chat. Uh, uh that I've heard that you're not supposed to interact with chat in podcasts. Um, but you're, you're, you're um, thanks you all for coming. I do appreciate it. I'm trying not to read the chat because I can't listen to two things. I can't like read and listen to what you're saying. <laughs> it's so. really hard, isn't it? It is, yeah. See, I'm yeah. so used to doing it now that I, they uh, move around. Look, I'll tell everyone don't interact with your chat too much because stay on topic. But then you go on to move around, and anytime anyone makes a suggestion, we're like, hi. Hi, yeah, sure. Hi, how are you doing? I was going to say, me and Chili totally, totally aren't reading chat. Yeah, totally not chatting the chat as well. No, No, we're not chatting. Um, I was going to say something. Come on, you've got this. You've got this tip. Don't, don't forget what you were going to say. Um, so, come on, I've got notes. Look, look, you see my notes. Oh, yeah. No, I've tried to move my camera away so I can't see my ugly face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have the chat popped up, but I can't see myself. Uh, well, what I was going to ask was, uh, this is another one towards Gareth. Sorry, you're getting a lot of questions <laughs> today. Um, I just want to know, like, so you say you got into the game uh, and it kind of got its hooks in you. What made you think of the barracks and making, if in case anyone doesn't know, the barracks is a Discord server that's kind of main focus, is it fair to say, is kind of helping Sprouts and making it kind of a safe space where you can kind of ask questions and, you know, help help people through content, things like that, if you're able. Um, what what was the kind of thinking behind that? There's actually one very specific moment, because obviously I had the Discord server before anyway, because, you know, every streamer has a Discord server. That's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what happens. And But then I was like, it's kind of pointless just having one for the sake of having one. And I wasn't sure what to do with it. 
Um, and then one day I was in, I was in FF14 and I was walking around. I was in Gridania and someone put a shout out asking, do you know where to get the mail? Where can I find where can I find the place for the mailbox? Mm. And no one responded. So I responded and I said, where are you? Let me come find you. I'm not very good at explaining things. And I took them to where it was. And they were so happy about mm. just getting that little bit of help. I thought, well, you know what? Maybe people actually need somewhere to just ask these questions and get some answers. Mm. So that that's what I thought I would do. And now I will say, um, as someone who is the newest of the four of us, uh, I I don't think the novice network is very good. <laughs> it's I, not. I, no. I, like, I found it to be way more condescending than helpful. I left almost as soon as I got into it. It was yeah. much easier to join the FC and the and the barracks and just ask there. Hmm. Well, when I came back, I because I've been away for so long, I got the returner status. And I was immediately thrown in a novice network. I, if considering we're talking about censoring, I maybe shouldn't say the stuff that I saw immediately on there. But I left within about two minutes. Yeah, it's it's not a nice place, is it? No. A wretched. A wretch- I don't know. I've not had. I've not had any issues with novice network when it comes to stuff like that. Oh really? Um, no. Good old devil. At least advocate. I only have access to it on uh, Primal and Aether. Yeah. So. Look, I might be in England, but I play on the North American servers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that, well, this is where the um, other uh, internet rumour about Chile comes from, in the fact that you don't sleep, and that you're, in fact, um, yeah. part machine, or all machine. You can see I'm real. I'm yeah. human. Yeah. <laughs> I am human. It could be a hologram. Phasing yeah, in and out. With a... With a, with a could, we can see... Yeah. <laughs> With a poop hologram on your head. The poop.exe. Um, an accessory I bought. Yeah. Real money trade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that can disappear, maybe. It's a bit of work. No. No. Okay. Right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, this, this is the kind of. Uh, uh, you look at the kind of uh, big podcasts out there like Aetherite Radio and they're all very, very, very good podcasts. Um, um, so this is what I'm trying to emulate with my professionalism here. Um, and I like to think we, we've got it. We've got it perfect. What do you think? All I'm going to say is you want to be professional and you brought me on. <laughs> <laughs> and me. Yeah, exactly. Like, all, all four of us, we're a dream team right here. Uh, we just need, we just need Beth in the middle. The FC. There's a reason the FC is called the Agents of Chaos. Yes, that that's fair. That's I'm fair. wearing a literal poop hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which, by the way, if anyone wants to know, um, and I'm bragging here, I'm sorry. No, go for it. Uh, I recently was part of the media tour, which <laughs> meant I was one of the few people that was lucky to interview Yoshi P. Um, and there was only two of us in the call, Yoshi P, the translator, uh, Foxen, and... Adam, which is one of the community managers. And I'm sat there in Zoom at 3am in the morning with my poop hat on (laughs) in front of Yoshi P. Living the dream. (laughs) Did he even comment on it? Nobody commented. No. I did. It was funny though. It was like a 20 minute interview. Yeah. And I spent like I, I, I spent 17 minutes asking questions and then the last three minutes I'm like just telling him thank you Oh, you're big sweetie yeah. he's not going to forget that poop head no never <laughs> we're not having him back on <laughs> <laughs> it's called leaving a mark is that chilly um, as long as the mark isn't related to the poop part we're, we're good um, I glad uh, you went there. I, I was going to. Yeah, no, no. Even we can do toilet humor here. It's fine, because um, it's 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 um, un- categorically hilarious. Um, right. Okay. So next. Uh, so this was meant to be in. Uh, we were meant to be all kind of talking and getting really excited for Endwalker, which was meant to be coming out tomorrow. Um, I'm I'm mainly over the disappointment. Um, I have no bitter feelings towards it, but you know it, it was still kind of. Sucky, you know, because you you're allowed to feel disappointed about stuff. Um. So, what we're gonna do that? Um. <laughs> it's 
Sorry, I said something in chat. Um, I saw it as well. <laughs> um, so what? What I want to know is like what? Uh, we'll we'll go with uh, chili. I think we'll start with chili. What is your kind of um, favorite like story memory that you've you've got through playing Final Fantasy? Like Final Fantasy fourteen, like in game oh. plot wise. Because um, we you know we we kind of vaguely a lot podcast, so I've got to ask some kind of law related stuff. Oh, man. If anyone wants to jump no. in and give Chili time to think, that's also fine. Yeah, if anyone's got anything on oh. top of their heads. I mean, I, I know exactly what my three favourite parts of the entire story yeah. are. Go for it then. Well. So, number one is the end of Coil. And it's something I think everyone needs to see. Mm-hmm. The end of Coil yeah. was phenomenal. Um, and the way it tied everything from that final 1.0 cutscene into what's going on now is was it blew my mind. Um, the second one uh, I can sum up with um, the merging of two characters at the end of Shadowbringers. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. But my favourite one of all um, is actually a two-part one. One, the first is the transformation of Tesla, and the second is Holminster. I will never forget that. What what part of Holminster specifically? The the with the with the the light uh, the the light being the cut act- away, yeah. The actual boss, yeah. Where you kill Tesseline. Oh yeah, yeah. That was pretty yeah. heavy. <laughs> like, On Holminster, uh, when the when the light in the sky like splits and you get darkness again, that was the first part that actually made me cry because you hear the music, don't you? And they say about how you can restore hope to, to yeah. the first. And God, it hit it hit hard that did. Yeah, yeah. No, it I was... think Tesseline hit me harder because, like, it, let's be honest. If you think about sad moments, most people are going to go to that one moment in Heavensward. Yeah, but for me, in that bit, you were just an agent. You were just watching it happen. It's it's horrifying, but you're watching it happen. But in Shadowbringers with Tesseline, you're the one who has to do it. Yeah, that's so much worse. Mm, yeah, I get that. Okay, I think my moments. Uh, I think one of mine is the opposite of yours. Basically, like yours was basically the start of Shadowbringers. Yeah. Well, mine. I think one of my favorite moments has got to be the end of five point three when you're wrapping things up and saying goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. I I love. I thought they did that really well. Yeah. Although I will will say one thing. Can just thank her not give a bastard hug to the poor girl. Instead of the bloody head parts. God, I was just screaming, like, just give her a hug! Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, I, for the most part, I agree with you, actually. And I also like the. I can't remember. I think it was Stormblood. I think it was Stormblood. Um, the Rawbon fight scene. Not the Rawbon fight scene, but like the fight scene where you're going in like a mock battle when you're battling all the different. Like armies and it ends with Robon. Okay. Right, yeah. I I know people don't like that, but I like when my character shows off how powerful he is just because he's a Lalafell. <laughs> it's always funny when I fight these really tall, like main story characters. Yeah. It's yeah. why I'm one of the few people that like Xenos. Just because I love the idea of him parrying with my little Lalafell because at the time I was a monk. All right. So the idea of my little him like swinging the sa- giant samurai sword and me like blocking it with two fingers and then <laughs> trying to punch him <laughs> blocking yeah. something that's like five times bigger than I am yeah I'm like more than I expected I, I created an alt on ether so I can um, play with you guys um, occasionally and playing as a Lalafell's completely different like experience I found um just because, like, the camera angle and, um, like, you say you're so small, it's just so weird. <laughs> I find it better also, for PvP. A... Oh, really? You're also a ninja, so you get to be an airplane when you run. I do, yeah. No, with a Naruto run, yeah. Uh, what, what's what's your uh, your favourite bit, Foxy? Uh, they're probably all going to be Shadowbringers, because it's still so fresh. It's fair. Um, I guess I have two big points in Shadowbringers that kind of stuck out for me. And that was um, obviously heavy spoilers for anyone who's not done Shadowbringers. Oh, yeah, I, I should have done that. But, yeah, um, um, spoilers, obvs. 
there, there may be discussion of Endwalker trailers that have come out, so hmm. just just a warning there. I think um, the first one that got me, and it gets me the more I think about it as well, is um, the whole thing with Amarok. And uh, just everything about Amarok, it's it, like the more you think about it, and uh, like the more it kind of hits you that these Asians and these ancients were just normal people, and we would have done the exact same thing in that situation. And I think, like, I realized today that the music in Amarot, um, it has like this kind of ominous, like, ticking of a clock at the start. Mm-hmm. And I realized that's because it's like a, it's a moment that's like frozen in time. Yeah. And it's just like the whole atmosphere is amazing. And the whole lore with Emmett, I still don't fully understand it, but it, it gets me. And I think um, the second big part, similar to Chile, was the end of 5.3, the Seat of Sacrifice, the end of the the, the tower in particular. Yeah, I, That's what I was sobbing at at 5 a.m. this morning. Yeah, you watch <laughs> it again. So powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 5.3 is probably, in my opinion, the best patch in the whole game. For, for story I don't think there's a single patch in any of the um, expansions that beats that for me yeah. it does have my favourite quote which was um, the rains have ceased oh yeah, yeah that's what that made me cry yeah, yeah. I didn't think I was like, going to say that exact same thing when I, what I said earlier about like some of my theories that I just got completely wrong I had heard that the warrior of light was an instance or like a fight long long before I even got to Shadowbringers um, I didn't know what it was but it was accidentally spoiled for me so I was like speculating the whole expansion oh, that was fun. and I really it was I really thought that when we kind of fight three, and we start to get overcome by the light I really thought we were going to have to like fight a kind of evil version of ourselves there and then mm-hmm. I would never have guessed in a million years that Elidibus would end up being the warrior of light I, it just completely threw me off it was amazing yeah it was it was really well done wasn't it Mm -hmm. um if you want to do that by the way try out dark knight wink wink i've heard the story is amazing for dark knight yeah 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 definitely oh god let's don't get me started on job quests because i'm gonna really (laughs) miss them um my i know nobody asked but i'm gonna tell you anyway uh my favorite story bit that's kind of stuck with me the most is actually from ARR, like oh. the bloody banquet. Is that what it's called? Okay. Yeah. Because that was the first point that I thought your character, like it's more than just an MMO. That was the kind of point where like stuff's actually happening. There's like, it's not just nodding and reading yeah. text and nodding and bad voice acting. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's, the budget was a whole different thing back then. It's not the voice actors are actually really accomplished voice actors, but the kind of stuff they had to like work with was just so limited. I'm, I'm assuming that was kind of the. Um, my next favorite bit was I, go on. Fun fact about the voice actors: none of them meet each other really. Um, Do they, they not even like spin lines times. with each other? No, they don't. They get, I I know that at least I know that the Ro- Robon's voice actor and Pippin's voice actor have never met, and most of the times they're just given time slots, and then one person will go in, t- do their lines, leave, and then later on, later on the day or whatever, the next one will go in. Wow! At least yeah, you know, back in the day. Well, I suspect it's probably similar. Especially, I mean, you can notice it. It was is it five point four? Um. Like the, the the voices just sound weird because they're all like working mm. from home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I brought that up on stream. I wasn't yeah. sure. Like I couldn't put my finger on it. It just sounded a bit different. And yeah. then I was told that it was filmed during the pandemic and it kind of uh, uh, recorded during the pandemic and it kind of blew my mind that it was actually that recent and that I'm not mm. as far behind everyone else as I thought I was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's, it's all this year, isn't it? Mm. Just. Um... um Vicky Abbey said, Fancred's voice actor said he hopes to meet Rin's voice actor. Yeah, they don't Aww. meet each other at all. It's just, yeah, it's kind of sad, isn't it? Especially, like, if they really get into the role, like, um, you know, they really kind of care about, um, you know, the characters they're playing. I mean, voice acting is something that's always fascinated me. Um, uh, I know I've mentioned it twice in this podcast already, but, like, when I first played Metal Gear Solid uh, on the PS1, 
that was when I kind of realised like video games themselves like are like a valid media form for telling stories. Um, and since then, I've just been obsessed with like voice actors and like finding out where they fit in stuff and how they kind of what stuff they've done. Um, yeah, so that leads me on to like my one of my other favourite bits um, is it's not a specific moment, but it's when we got to Alamigo. Now, um, I kind of see both sides of this the whole Stormblood argument that people have about whether they the reasons they don't like it, the reasons they do like it. But like, I really want just wanted more Alamigo. Like, I as soon as it, they start speaking with a Northern Yorkshire accent, like I am fully invested in this area. <laughs> Your home. Yeah, exactly. I wanted. Hey, I'm I am from North Yorkshire too. You are. You are an honorary Yorkshireman, Chile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to like go down pub with Raul Barn, uh, get a pint. Uh, well, fine, I will also talk like. I want to go down to pub with Robin. <laughs> See? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. Never again. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's fine. Uh, it's, I don't know. I just, there's something about it. Like, it's just homely. I don't know what it is. Um, I agree. I agree. Um, and that all one, the desert area. You what, sorry? It's all the desert area. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. That's, that's what speaks, that's Yorkshire. Hot, humid, uh, dry and arid and... Yeah, no, that's not true. Um, and my last, the last bit I mentioned, uh, which was an, a huge bit that kind of got me emotionally, was the Seto and Ardbert reunion. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the voice actor, like who played Seto, was like Loki, one of the best in, in Shadowbringers. Like the emotion he put into an Amaro was just like that. Was when I decided I have to have an Amaro mount. <laughs> I think that bit got me as well, unexpectedly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone just said you'd have to give him, give Ralban a hand to get the drinks in. That's, that's low-hanging low fruit there. Low-hanging fruit. It's okay. What do you call it? Nanamai will be sat on his shoulder and she can carry the drinks. Like, like, a, like a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> Although I suppose if, 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 if Ralban's a Yorkshireman, it'd be a ferret or something, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because it'd be Nanamai stinks. <laughs> So is Nanamara Ferret now? Is, she, is that what we're saying? Yeah. Uh, I think Lalafels could be kind of ferrets, I guess. Maybe. I, I don't know if I should accept this. No. <laughs> do you feel do you feel attacked, Chili? Um, okay, so this is another general question. Um, we'll start with. Uh, oh, let's see. Let's start with Gareth again because he likes the pressure. Um, what are you most looking forward to in Endwalker? Easy question. Okay, so obviously the easiest the easiest answer is the story, but you know what? There's more than that. Oh, yes. Um, apart from the story, apart from the race, part of the obvious things, what I'm really, really looking forward to is the PvP. Okay. I, I cannot wait for it. I think Crystal Conflicts is going to be phenomenal, and I think the way they've done the reward system and everything is going to potentially bring so many more people in I'm so excited about it that I'm going to be starting an FC PvP team I, I can't wait D- Dibs which server are you on again? <laughs> Chaos Moogle Time for, wait Chaos yeah Chaos. Moogle I, 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 could, I think I'm on, I could do that yeah you have one you have I your own but I can do that I mean <laughs> I'm in Shadowbringers right now on Chaos there you um, go then but yeah, I the PvP sounds. Sorry, yeah, it's it's wasted on me. It's PvP because I'm not a multiplayer gamer. He says playing an MMO. Um, <laughs> it's it's not something I've kind of. I think the closest thing it was was at university. I played Halo Three, but that was like, I was because I was playing it with someone sat next to me at the same time, so it never felt like I was playing online. I think this might might be a good time for you when when crystal conflict comes out it's 6.1 i think yeah yeah um yeah. and i mean it's going to be a just sort of casual pvp content content so yeah perfect just sort of casual yeah just sort of casual yeah just sort of casual uh, <laughs> um what about you uh chili what what are you what are you kind of what are you thinking ah uh, as i said we could easily do story but let's not do that no um, no 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 that's an easy. I'm looking forward to the new raid. If I'm honest, I'm interested to see what Pandemonium is like. Um, we saw a little bit of it in the live letter recently, 
and I'm just looking forward to seeing what it's going to be. Oh, don't even get yeah. me started on La Habrea. I see some Fantasy Nine like inspired stuff with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, can we all agree that La Habrea got done dirty, right? I have my theories on La Habrea. Yeah, but I don't want to say anything because I don't know who's seen launch trailers and stuff like that. Okay, cool. I'd see you. My you, wild you... speculation's always been that. For any, I guess uh, this is complete wild speculations, but I guess in a way spoilers. Yeah, because it'll happen because Chile's saying it, yeah. <laughs> because we're going to the moon, I always pictured it as like his La Habre's secret laboratory because we know what he liked to do back in the day. Wait, we're going to the moon? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, we're going to the moon. I know, spoilers. <laughs> but no, I thought it was going to be like his underground base like where he's kept some of his creations that he wasn't supposed to create and it's on the moon because that way it it didn't get sundered then maybe because Zodiac is there okay see the more I look at that Endwalker logo the more it looks like it's not the moon have you any thoughts on that like I think if if you look at the the logo it it looks like just a big pit like a big hole to me it looks like the moon and the Badly drawn version of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> to me, it looks like the moon, it looks like the moon during the Lunar Cry, but just black and white. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, when they all kind of swell to the middle, and then they kind of like ooze off the moon. Is ooze the correct yeah. term? <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it was flowing or yeah. something like that. Flowing is not better than oozing at this point. <laughs> um, and on on that note, uh, Fox, what what are you looking forward to for Endwalker? Uh, I'm surprised Gareth didn't say this. I'm looking forward to the new glams. Um, yeah, glams like hairstyles, uh, all the all the fun collectible stuff. I'm looking forward to, and uh, Sage is a big one for me as well. Uh, I'm really excited for Sage in particular. Uh, then I'm, I'm excited to see all the trials, new mounts, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I I don't know everything. Yeah, everything. No, that's fair. <laughs> everything is an acceptable answer. But the more I think about it, the more stuff I get excited for. So yeah. it's hard to pinpoint, but yeah, really excited for Sage in particular. Uh, I know it feels like um, doing this on purpose because uh, it is something that no one said, but it's just true. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Alliance raid now. I hate Alliance raids generally. Don't enjoy twenty four man content. Too much chaos. If all goes wrong, it's obviously my fault in my head. I've just wiped twenty-four people. Not, 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 not a fan. But saying that, I still love like Eorzea and Eorzean law and everything about like just that one continent. So I'm hoping this. I just want stuff about the twelve. You know, is it going to be? I have links to the convocation. Like that. That's kind of a theory that gets thrown around. Um, I just yeah, I want to know. I'm excited. That's my kind of big that's thing. A very good choice. Yeah. I mean. I know they linked it at one point to the actual dev team, the 12. Oh, really? I, did, I didn't know that one. Like I must have missed that. Um, it was back in the day. Um, there was this... What's it called? Not, ex- not exactly, but there was like... One of the really early... I wish they hadn't done it so early nowadays, but... You know you got the Rising event where you celebrate the anniversary of the game? Mm-hmm. One of the earliest ones, um, they actually recreated the office inside the game. All right, and that's where they actually tease Red Mage and Samurai. All and right, there's some like dev staff talking about Red Mage and Samurai and Doom Train inside the little office. Um, everyone thought it was a joke, but then you know, obviously, it found out they were real. It was just, yeah. um, but no, then they like there's there was like twelve people from the team like in a cutscene stood like in a circle round the player character. Oh, that's this. So I didn't know that. It's not really, but it was just like they made like the a little connection between them. Yeah. Oh, I I think they should make that canon. That was a fun little event. I think that should be canon. I mean, who else is the gods of the game but the people that made the game technically? Yeah, exactly. So who who would Soken be like? I feel like Soken would be one of the chaotic ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. Okay. That's everything, I think. I was going to say one more thing, and it's completely just kind of floated away. Um, 
as tends to happen. So what we'll do is I think we will uh, start wrapping up because I am just like this. Start with this has been the most enjoyable, exhausting episode of just sort of casual I've ever done. Um, Don't tell Beth. Yeah, yeah, I know. We'll we'll get we'll get Beth back. Don't you worry. Um, she is she is even though she doesn't like to admit it, she is equal parts co-host. She thinks she's just kind of along for the ride, but um, she's she's maybe a bit off more than she can chew because I'm not going to stop like nagging her about stuff. Um, so does uh, we'll start with Fox. Do you have any shout-outs you'd like to make? Uh, oh, putting pressure on me now, Tib. Literally warned you about this. My own shout-outs or shout-outs to other people. <laughs> Whatever you uh, I think want. Everyone, Anyone I think who everyone you... in the chat knows where to find me. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Foxin Plays on, on Twitch and uh, it's Foxin on Twitter. Yeah. Is and it... that's the only thing I'm on at the moment. Is there anyone you want to kind of like mention or anything like that? Anyone out there that you... Uh, everyone I would mention is already either in the chat or in the call. So, that's absolutely fair. Uh, all of you lovely people. Yeah. Cool. Check uh, each other out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we do. We, 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 that, it's all we're, we're all we're all we're all friends here. Uh, you got any shouts, Chili? Oh, I'd like to shout out to everyone in the call right now. Thank you so much for. It's nice to chat with you. I know I haven't really chat with Foxin and Dad TV mm. before, so it was lovely to meet you for the first time mm. in voice call. I know I've met you before, but we never actually talked. Yeah. yeah. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, I'd like to shout out to Dippin Salts for having me on. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, and of course, I'd love to shout to Maelstrom Radio, to She Heals Out Tank, um, <laughs> to all the other Pharmacy 14 podcasts out there. Um, if you're 18 plus, I'd like to shout to Warriors of Lust as well, but make sure you're 18 plus <laughs> and also have headphones on. Um, yeah, I knew you'd do that, actually. So I've, I've just mentioned the Moogle go around as well. What? Yeah, what? She Heals Out Tank? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, radio. Do you have any shout outs? Fireheart. <laughs> Are we going to do this all the rest of the stream now? He's going to <laughs> shout Sorry, people out in the chat. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Gareth, do you have anyone to shout out, mate? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to shout out every single person in the FF14 community because whilst... I mean, this is probably one of the most welcoming communities I've ever seen. Fair. So thank you to everyone. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, I... I'm going to shout out to Beth um, because I would not be uh, doing this without her. Definitely not. Um, I would never have the confidence to uh, put a podcast up on the internet where other people can listen. Uh, not a chance. So uh, <laughs> Susan wants to list everyone, the, the community <laughs> by name. Um, <laughs> um, I also want to give shout... Me, give me a year. Give me a year. Susan. Susan. <laughs> Flatus. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'd like to shout out to um, Flatus uh, of Maelstrom Radio. Um, before this episode, I um, went to him, I reached out to him to kind of get advice on like uh, getting a layout sorted out for the screen and like how to have guests. It's surprisingly difficult, like um, kind of. You have to capture specific parts of the screen, right, and then move them to certain places. Yeah, but even 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 like um, like how to host, like you know, like you got to research your guests. He just gave me some tips on that kind of stuff as well, because um, he kind of made it much less stressful. Um, so yeah, thank you, um, thanks for that. I do appreciate everything you did for me, and uh, I got to shout out Chloe, my wife, for letting me uh, indulge in this little hobby of mine. Um, I get to disappear upstairs uh, three or four times a week. And um, yeah, so I think that's kind of it. So you've you've said where you are, Foxin. You'll be able to see it on the video as well. Uh, where can people find you, uh, Gareth? Because I don't think you said. Um, well, you can find me on both Twitch and Twitter at DadTVGaming or my website at dad-tv.com. Uh, and are you going to give a serious answer if I ask you, Chili? Sure. <laughs> Are you, uh, uh, was that asking me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was going to give me a serious answer. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fine. You can find me at Moogle Go Around Radio on Twitch.tv says Moogle Go Around Radio, where we do a podcast every two weeks. I normally stream every day uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, full stream Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, we've got a YouTube channel and the blah 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 blah. Follow on socials at <laughs> blah 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 blah. 
Excellent work. Pro- on Mastering Radio. Oh, actually, go click Whiskers. That's better. Yes, Team Whiskers. Whiskers. Yes. Uh, yep, yep. We, we, we could list everyone. Uh, we, we could go on for another hour listing people. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I am... Uh, listing main podcast. Yeah, I'm Tibian Salts. Um, you can find me at Tibian Salts. Um, I'm also on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Tibian Salts. Um, and yeah, that's where I live. Um, I might change my Twitch channel name when, but I, I might not because I'm non-committal. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody for joining us on episode seven of just sort of casual. It's been a right lark. If you uh, want, I will be on um, Maelstrom Radio tomorrow. Um, I guess it'll be tomorrow. Time zones confuse me. Um, Saturday morning UK time, like two a.m which will be marvellous. I'm going to nap beforehand. I'll so, be up, Tim. I'll watch it. Oh, I know you'll be up. You I'll don't sleep. Yeah, it's, yes, yeah, so you don't be there, Dad. You, you've got to get up early. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, Dad, go to bed early. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that makes me sound old. Um, so, yeah, we'll wrap it up there because um, people have things to do. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me. Honestly, it means the absolute world to me to have you guys on my podcast uh, as my first guests. You are wonderful. Uh, So we will end recording now. So thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.